0: Hi, this is Ken Scott, and you're listening to Fab Four Free-For-All. Welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free-For-All. I am today's moderator, Rob Leonard. And joining me, of course, are my two co-hosts, Mitch Axelrod. Hello. And Tony Truguardo. Howdy. Per-
1: and wait, we... Minnie pearl Well... <laughs> Something's S- mini. Slightly
2: more than mini. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. very, very large. Pearl. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know this. Lord anyway, um, uh, welcome to another edition of our show, and today we're doing something that uh, we know our listeners love, and we love doing it, and that's taking questions from you. And you. And you, and you, and you. And what go. we do is, uh, we've yeah. asked you a while ago to send us questions, and now we get to them. So... And, and you, shows
1: can, you can really...
2: always send us questions, yeah, actually. Right. And,
1: and well, later
0: we'll give it to you later. And,
1: and the shows have always been really good because we don't know what you're asking. No, we don't know until we get it. And, and, and then it's off the top of our heads. Yeah, and,
0: and, and the questions have always been great. Always been really good. So, question number one, <laughs> number one, number one. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna add reverb to that, you know. Like number one, on the show. one, number 1. See, I'm gonna do it again too. So, it's, anyway, Christian magic. magic, magic, magic. <laughs> all right, here we go for question number one.
1: Hi, this is Dave Levy from Los Angeles, California, with a question for you all. My question is, I believe um, from 1970 or so, where he said, "Paul supposedly led us, but what good is leading us if you're led around in circles?" I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's roughly the message that John gave. I'm curious how you guys feel about that, if you think that was a fair criticism from John or if it was just a petty remark or if, if it was even possible for Paul to have gotten the Beatles to do more as their so-called leader in that period. So that's all I've got. Thanks for all the great shows. And you guys are amazing. Keep it up. Bye-bye. Well, I, I would have to say one thing. Um, yeah. We are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, it's interesting. That's a cool, it's question, a cool question. really
2: cool question. Wow, I mean, Paul, I think, kind of ended up kind of assuming, I won't say de facto leadership, but... When Brian died. When Brian died. And I, I want to say, I don't know if Paul... Paul was only going to be able to, quote, lead the ship because John was kind of off-stroking his own oar. You know, I mean, he, he was... I think once he, and this is no slag against Yoko, but I think once he met Yoko, I don't really think he was a hundred percent in the Beatles mentally and emotionally. He wasn't
1: really checked in fully. I don't. He, he, think was so. he wasn't. He
0: wasn't. He he sort of regained some of his his swagger a little bit with Yoko, like he you know he has someone to be swaggering with.
1: Yeah, but what, was that swagger this you know with a Beatlesque?
0: In some cases, it was. Yeah. You know, one thing about John is in seventy. He said a lot of things that in 1980 he probably wouldn't believe. And a lot of it had to do with the Beatles. And, you know, Ringo's the one who said in the Living in the Material documentary, if it wasn't for Paul pushing us to record more, we probably wouldn't have done some of those albums. You know, is Paul the leader? Or is Paul saying, come on, let's go back to the studio, because he knows that the Beatles have something that no other band has. And and the other guys... You know they're starting to fade away a little. bit. George, you know, is, is fading away as a Beatle during this time. I but then again, but he, in a positive he, he, way, he was. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's discovering himself. Yeah. He's realizing, oh look, I can hang out with Bob Dylan. You know, I can hang out with other people. Robbie Shankar was yeah. John yeah. doing?
2: Was John really essentially doing the exact same
0: thing, just doing it with Yoko? Partly, yeah. Uh, but John, re- you know, John always complains that oh, Paul would come in and we say, well, we're going to record, and he'd have all the songs ready, and I said, all right all these songs in 10 days. But you know what? John Lennon worked great under pressure. He loved Deadlines, even though he claimed otherwise. Mm. Just think of in spring of 1980 when he decided he's going to get back together. He's down in Bermuda. All of a sudden, oh, we're going to record him and Yoko. And all of a sudden, he's like taking all these songs that he's worked on a little bit and he's making definitive versions of it. And he goes in with these demos. and goes, okay, this is how it's going to be. And I think John worked that way better. I think he needs the karma. Template. Instant karma. Yeah, it's, right. A couple of days. Yeah, uh, well, one day, a, a yeah, one day. One day. So yeah. that's a, you know the opposite. You know when you know he was that focused. So I don't consider Paul the leader of the group. I think he did push them to keep recording because that's what Paul does.
1: They it. Yeah. and to that's push. what they
0: do. That's what they did. They were doing all this these song thing about two records a year basically, and all these singles. And, and they were a busy group
1: until ni- end of 1966. So. Th- that's the other thing. When you said that about the documentary, uh, you're right. And listening to the Beatles channel a lot, I, I hear a lot of like little snippets of interviews. Right. And lately, that one with Ringo has always been on now, where he says, directly from Ringo, he says, you know, John and I would be trying to just sleep and relax, and Paul would be all enthusiastic, you know, even prior to 67, yeah, and say, oh, well, you know, let's let's go in. He'd be like, oh, okay, we got to go in. So I don't think it was really just after Epstein died, but more when Epstein died, because yeah. then yeah. Epstein wasn't the one pushing them. Right. Yeah, and no one was. And unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you think, we got Magical Mystery Tour because of that, you know, whether you like it or not. But I think maybe the question, you know, of was that just a flip remark by John? Maybe, but, I, you know, there's always truth in jest. And I don't know if he's joking or not, but whatever he's saying, I think Paul had to, as you said, Tony, because, you know, they were pulling away a little bit. It wasn't, you know, we don't even know what it was like to be a Beatle. Come on. I mean, all the time, n- constant, everybody wants a piece of you. Everybody does. And you're always busy. How busy were they? I mean, we saw it in eight days a week. We didn't even have to see it in eight days a week. But yeah, right. We saw how right. busy literally for like four, five, six, seven years in a row... Then these guys started having families and this and that, and after a while you want to just settle down. And there's Paul, he says, you know, Paul knew that they were the Beatles. Yeah, he, the others didn't care that they were the Beatles great, as much, yeah. but Paul knew they were the Beatles, and they had he to did. Yeah. And, and and
2: there's that great bit that I always come back to in Let It Be when he talks about ending the Beatles, and Linda is the one that says to him. What? You can't end the Beatles. Like the Beatles right. are an amazing communication medium. You can't end the Beatles. And he gets it, but I have to wonder if you like by the end it's not a matter of being led around in circles. It's it's the idea that maybe what John's talking about, and we go back to this too, is okay, yeah, it was a hundred and something takes of Maxwell Silverhammer. That's stuck in John's craw like not nobody's guilty, business. But not guilty, but did not guilty didn't <laughs> didn't break John, I think. I think it was Paul. It's Maxwell hammer. No, blah, 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 blah. Well, and this is was, the stuff that yeah. stayed with John. Like, Forever. Because were they going to spend 100 takes on his song? Well, no, John, because you didn't have the vision with your song it was more of Exactly, than it, right. it was raw. It was Paul had an idea, and the Beatles didn't live up to that idea for a hundred and something takes. But then on 105, but, you got it right.
1: But wasn't, uh, what was the song of John's that they did? Sexy Sadie? They yeah, they, did, they one. did a bunch of times. They did a bunch of times on that. Yeah, but
2: I guess where I'm going is that when it comes to Paul as leader and bringing them around in circles, I think that no one else was going to do it. Correct. No and one I, else was going to do it. would have ended earlier. And I. Th- yep. Bingo. What I was going to say was that I think even in Paul's head and Paul's heart, Paul knew it was going to end. If he didn't push. He, right. If he didn't push, and I think his idea I don't
1: was. don't mean push ne- too much, but you know, you talk about three people who. You know, John wrote, I'm only sleeping, because that's all he did all the day. He said, I, that's all I used to do, was sleep. Right. And that's, you know, we're not talking about 68, 69, when he was doped up. I mean, he might have been doped up when he wrote I'm sleeping. But, but you know, even in the early days, they were tired. That's true. You said I was a lazy son. Yeah. Right? He was lazy. Uh, so, you know, he's yeah. tired, and Paul has energy, and Paul wants to do it. So, And it's not a negative thing. I think they would have ended earlier. Right.
0: right? I also think yeah. that as they got older, their way of working changed, too. Paul would... Focus, like you said, like an Obladio Da, or Maxwell Silver Hammer. Well, John tended to want to get in and out of the studio quicker, or finish yeah. the song for the most part. Not always. Well, like yeah.
1: with the Beatles, or you know, yeah. or, or, please, please, whatever. Twelve hours, right. you're out. Yeah, and I, and I think that was
0: part of it. And I also, I've always said this. Part of I think what happened with John is he meets an artist, Yoko, and all of a sudden, a song like "Obladi Oblada" or Maxwell Silver Hammer seems not as hip. Yeah, it becomes. But trivial. bungalow,
1: Bill. I've said this a million times. That's hip. It's well. Hip- it's, it's the than- same thing. It isn't. No. It
0: isn't because that's a story song, and there's a. It there is a, a strong. Gun. Okay,
2: and a I hunter. dig a pony is and hip. No, but I dig a pony is gibberish, which is John's word. But that's you know, but that's span, cooler than, than a word. you know. I it's don't
1: cooler know. because why
2: is it cooler? Because Desmond and Molly are, are married and it's it's, and it's it's domestic and it's and they very have very kids hidden. roll along. Very they Don't roll along. Even
0: though the Beatles wrote the greatest pop songs in the world, it's almost he's trying too hard to make obla di obla da. We're uh, not slagging way. on no No, we're yeah, not. not. We're
1: not at all. But just, but you know what? <laughs> My take on it is that at the end, forget about Abbey Road. Let's go. Let it be. Because that's the last thing we see. All right, it's visually see. You know, January thirtieth there's the rooftop. We don't have the rooftop. You watch Let It Be, and Paul's the one pushing. You know, and George even when he says, "I don't want to go on the roof." You know right. what? They end up on the roof, right? And for forty-two minutes, all four of them are smiling. The happy as hell. For, forget about yes. cameras. They're even in between the camera takes, you know, they're singing different they songs look, and Danny Boy, but other stuff too. But yeah. look and, what
0: John said on the rooftop. Thank you, my brothers.
1: Right. And and George yeah. is playing some of the best leads he's ever played, like on yeah. One After yeah. Nine O Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And they're laughing. So you know what? If Paul doesn't push, ultimately doesn't I think happen. the other three guys knew that they needed his pushing and they went with it. And you know what? They were happy to do it, and they ended up being happy doing it. Yeah, they so, were so so happy. I, mean, I don't think they were in circles. I think there were some points where, maybe, I mean, metaphorically, not the magical mystery tour circle that he drew, but led them in circles. Or a regular yeah. driving on yeah. Yeah, the bus. Yeah, on bus. Yeah. No, but I mean, I don't when think you he led them
2: outtakes. He looks like he's scared oh, out yeah. of his <laughs> well. So the bus so... is
1: tilting, <laughs> and it's Jeez. not just because Jesse's in it. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. No, but you know what? I think. Anybody, I mean, whether it's the Beatles or not, if I tell you guys, you know, guys, we should do a live performance in uh, Monmouth, New Jersey, and you guys go, I don't want to do it. I'm going, come on, I could lead you in circles. I can, and ultimately maybe make you do it, or ultimately you guys would say no, but I'm still going to try because I believe in that. And you guys can believe in other stuff, too. And I think just Paul believed in the Beatles.
2: And again, to address the idea of could it have continued... Had you taken away the same elements that we always talk about about having broken up the Beatles? Had yeah. there been no drugs? Had there been no Alan Klein? Could it have continued? Yeah, of course yes. it could have. Of course it could have. But the I truth mean, is, Harrison that, talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. So does John. Yeah, at one and, point, and, and, you but you know, but the truth is, when it comes down to it, in the long run, I don't think the three Beatles possibly, the other three, other than Paul, could possibly realize. A, how how serious a decision it was, and B, you know, why when it came to the legalese, and if you read books like You Never Give Me Your Money, you see that it had to happen, but yeah. once Paul sued the other three of them, yeah. and it was seen as essentially like the ultimate act of betrayal... Which, in truth, we all know now, years later with hindsight, it was absolutely the opposite. It was necessary. I mean, yeah. it was it was the most probably the most painful thing that the man's ever had to do in yep. his life. I would imagine, and he
0: did it at the end of the year when the deadline was happening. He yeah. went literally on the deadline day. Yeah. So. so, could it have continued? Of course, it could
2: have, but yeah. not with the circumstances they were in. No, there was no I, way.
1: I think the best chance of it ever going on again <clears throat> was exactly what. Paul had done with his Columbia contract where he said, we might get back together. And even John, when he did the uh, the Beatlemania deposition, he was saying, you know, well, we have plans to get back together. I think as they got older, you know, even 1980, they're, they're still 38 years old or right. whatever they are. Well, John's 40. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying... As they got older and more mature, because John Lennon in 1980, all those last interviews with RKO and David all well, he's great. I mean, and Absolutely. he's and he's really with himself. He's really Absolutely. very yeah. lucid. I mean, you know, not that he was not lucid. But I think when they were older, I think there was a great chance that all four of them could have been the Beatles again.
0: Maybe. They also, the, you know, and this is with going on to another topic, well, but not really, if you no. think about it, they were all in different places, too. And... One of the things about when they were together, they were all living, you know, within 20 miles of each other. Yeah. And Paul was living literally down the street from Abbey Road. So I think that was part of it, too. I think
1: they were all over the place. You can't hop on a bus and literally be in the studio or take your car five minutes.
2: But it doesn't change the fact to me, like, and I know we're speculating, but had there been a, quote, reunion, no matter what, it would have been such a fun head game to watch Paul have to make it seem as though it was John's idea. Because no matter we, what, no, no matter how know. cool John was and how accepting I've, John was and uh, how John had moved along, and the Beatles, quote-unquote, were not going to get back together. Well, I always, I John always,
0: Lennon said the Beatles were going to get back I, together. I always but thought that. But I think that. it would have been all yeah. right that the Beatles were not going to get back together unless George Harrison right. said yes. I was, well, so yeah, was but you know what I mean. In other words, it had to look like it was of John's instigation. I can see John and Paul hanging out and then him giving George a call saying, get down here, we need a guitar player or something. would
1: be Paul calling, it would be John. Yeah, right. But 1979, where are all four Beatles? Not physically. In, in the charts, Paul just had back to the egg. It wasn't that great. Right? I mean, didn't do well. John was nothing yet. I mean, he was thinking about maybe doing something. George, Nothing. George Harrison. Yeah, George, George Harrison. George Harrison, yeah, but uh, that was... It did was, okay. That didn't was, chart, did it was, okay, didn't shark yeah. the way it should It didn't, didn't do as well as... it. I mean, it was still... They were still thought of as great solo Beatles until then. I, I still, at that point... And Ringo had nothing. Ringo had nothing, so I think it would have been a good opportunity. If you
0: look at some of the interviews, every interview, one of the Beatles getting back together. When, I mean, it's a, it's a question that... Oh, of course. You know, I, I've never seen it, but I would always have to wonder then
2: what... It could have meant, but did we ever know what the uh, exceptions were for John's recording contract with Geffen? I don't,
1: did I don't John know.
2: have a loophole? or Were they going to album going album to album? I, oh, that was well, album, they, album, to album. I think it was album by album. Well, I don't, think I it was don't like know because they,
0: they did three albums. Yeah, well, well, no, M- Milk and Honey no, was Polydor. But, yeah, that was right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. Oh, question. Milk and Honey was Polydor. You're right. right. But the Geffen You're had a great sits right. album. Yeah, but only I, released in the states. Right.
1: right. So that may have been a contractual right. thing. I, no, but yeah. then Milk and Honey would have been on it instead. I don't know.
0: I don't think... I don't know why he wouldn't have wanted that.
2: That record. was very strange, especially because John or John's people must have paid for the
1: sessions because... Oh,
0: yes. They, uh, they own it. You know, that's all... Lenin, all right. That's Lennon Ono. Oh, all right. The only as far as this question... Yesen just released yeah.
1: it. I, I think John made a remark because he loved making those remarks, but I don't think... I mean, I don't, I don't know how much he meant it or not, but it was the truth. As he perceived it, and you know what? I think Paul, like you said, was the de facto leader, but I don't think he said, "I'm the leader of the Beatles." Right, now, right, well, yeah. just was okay. Yeah. It happened. So, Re- good question, though. Remember, just
0: one more thing about just some of the thing about literally every recording session when it would start for the new album, John's song was always done first. A hey, John song was done true. first. true the, that. So, just I'd have, have to go back about. and look. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Okay. Now, question. Number two. Number two. Number two. Hi, guys. This is Fred Velez, the author of A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Monkeys from a Fan's Perspective, calling you from beautiful Nutley, New Jersey. And my question is this. With the upcoming releases of the deluxe Beatles' White Album and John Lennon's Imagine Album, where do we as fans draw the line on collecting? When do we finally say, Enough's enough, that we have enough stuff. As much as we like this stuff seriously, we don't really have enough time in our lifetimes that's left to really hear everything. And what do we leave to our kids and grandkids and all that kind of stuff? Do they keep our stuff or do they put it in a garage sale? So um, just when do we say that's it?
1: Okay, guys, all the best to you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
2: I'm actually leaving all my stuff to Fred Velez, which he oh, doesn't I, realize. <laughs> so, oh, no, I, I was actually
1: just going to say, we, <coughs> we stop immediately when they announce the Ringo the Fort Deluxe. No, we, we, <laughs> we, we stop, the with, Arif, Martin, stop. The Arif Martin session.
0: Passions, we, stop, we stop?
1: Everything. Everything that he everything ever recorded ever, with Arif when, when Martin. We, yeah, we just... We stop. We yes. St- so.
0: No. We stop when we stop breathing. There we go. Um, oh, oh my! That is uh, when we stop. The, the question, though, I don't want the is or
1: the fourth plane of My deathbed. Know,
0: no, no, you don't <laughs> want that. But the Imagine <laughs> box set is fantastic. The White Album box set is fantastic. I guess part of it is how much you could afford. These are not cheap sets. That's true. Uh, of but course, nobody
1: has to buy all the deluxe. They could buy the three CD right, sets. Right, there's or,
0: different ways. Or if you know someone who maybe has a copy, maybe you, you can, can get a copy. It uh, you, but you know what? some so of the stuff's some, on Spotify, too.
2: That's got to be a very specific point to go to. Because, again, we, not to be funny, but we obviously can't be shown to be endorsing that idea. Sure, but, why not? But the idea is, because we can. not We can't say, oh, you got a friend that's got a copy, go burn it.
0: I'm saying if you can't afford it.
2: No, that's not the way no, we're... That's why we're we, not when supposed to be promoting that idea. No. The idea being that if you want it, you're supposed to buy it. So we've got to address it from that point of view. We know the reality. In other words, where I'm going is we know the reality is that people are, are burning them and passing it's around. But we, happening. as a show, to Fred's point, we have to address it as when do you stop? And your point's very well taken about it. you have to do what you can afford to do. All right. Uh,
0: and But um, also at the same time, you know... Dutch imports happen. No, but, but have, there's a difference between a Dutch import now, not and that somebody never, counterfeiting. Right. Well, I'm not saying counterfeiting. counterfeiting I'm just saying making a copy. Counterfeiting is <laughs> that's, that's, that's bootlegging, Rob. No, that's, that's piracy. All you sell it. No,
2: not at all. Yes. If I make you a free copy of the White Album box, it's highly illegal. I can only make a backup copy of my own. Legally, yes, legally. But you see, you're not that's going the, going, the point. You're not yeah, going to but, jail. but it's to your point. What you can afford, and the reality mm-hmm. is that Universal, Apple, all these people take into account the idea that not everybody who wants this material can afford it. Right. But also taking into account that they're charging a hundred something dollars for the white album box, not counting on the fact that everybody that's buying the white album box really wants all six discs of right. audio. Right. So they give you the they two want, and three, but they want you want the book. You want the pretty mm. package. The book's cool on the White No, White House has well, a great book. And, 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 it's and, a cool book. And the, on the even better. Yeah, so you've got to look at it from the perspective of... Um, I'm agreeing with you. No, I'm, but I'm saying one has to look at it from the idea that if, if the box is 100 bucks, to me, it's all overpriced. We know how much this crap costs to make. It's right. a, a disc costs a nickel. So it's all overpriced. But the Beatles have a very high royalty rate. Everybody at Apple's got to get paid. The guy who plays the Grand March has to get paid. Well, the Queen also, has also, to get paid.
0: The, the, the thing about it is, is that there takes time to go through this stuff. You know?
2: It does. Somebody's you know, got to get so, paid. Someone's
0: got to remaster it yeah, and but, remix it. But the
2: point is that you've got a really nice box there, and you've got a nice book. So if someone collects Beatles books, and they're going to pay 40 bucks for the book... And then they think, well, gee, all right, I'm getting six discs for another 60-something bucks. All right. For 60-something, okay. I'm going to do right. it. What the hell? I guess where I'm going is, down the road, they're going to have to start coming up with better delivery systems. Because the next generation of kids Not gonna care. aren't going to give a crap about the book, per se. It's all going to be available. No, but on I money. think
0: part of it is, at this point, if you're going to do a box set, first of all, it has to be an album that really deserves it. For the most part, yeah. you don't see. Well, they won't Ringo do it, the it <clears throat> You know, they're not going to do one on Ringo the fourth.
1: But they should have done one for Ringo.
0: Yes, I agree. So that's a different thing. That's but, true, but so, that's also a much more important record in the history. Should they have? Absolutely. Of well, yeah, the- Why?
1: Because because Ringo is a solo. I'm not saying a deluxe thing like the White Album. Oh, okay. No, okay. I'm not. I'm, but I'm saying an expanded version of Ringo with what? With, with we don't know what they have. If they had an extra disc of demos and outtakes, you give me 3 discs with a remixed, remastered Ringo for for this day th- 45 years later, I'd buy it in a minute. But it has to be historical. Also, it has to be historical.
2: And and again, Correct. to your point, I don't think the Ringo
1: album is historical enough. Of, I'm not of, saying historical, I'm saying it's not historical in a broad way, but it's okay. a, not broadway. But it but it's a it's historical in the career of Ringo Starr to what
2: that album meant to his solo career. But does it make for even a half interesting multiple disc set?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, but wait, but why? then again, wait why? Why? so why, why is Flowers in the
1: Dirt so great? Well but Flowers in work the Dirt
0: No that works better. But look, what, why, why is why because, is
1: a box set got, for,
2: for wildlife? Because because Correct. you've got no 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 because you've got you've got first wings album. You've got Paul McCartney why is Flowers, so. in, the why is flowers so. in the Dirt? You've got Paul McCartney the songwriter. Yeah. Ringo's not the songwriter for a, a number of the tracks on Ringo. Okay, you've got but it's also historical demos. The three
1: Beatles are on it. Also, The three Beatles are on
2: it on you know, one song each. But it doesn't matter. I'm saying if you put out a version of that of the Ringo album with five or six bonus tracks, that's all anybody's ever going to need. That's.
1: And I agree with you, but... but the, that's okay. different than... Like, I'm not sure it's different.
0: I think what Fred's getting at is... Is, is the six disc Is the multi-set. That, yes. right. so I also think Fred is also talking about the fact that we're all getting older. Yeah, and absolutely. What, what I've what timed we, out. And what do we do with this stuff? Absolutely. And, and that, when, when our friend Dennis died and I ended up with his record collection, I'm sure Dennis wouldn't have wanted that, but his family gave it to me and, and Rob Koenig, our friend. And, you know, you start to think at that point. That was a bunch of years ago now. What Wait. do we do with all these records we have? Because my getting, kids aren't going to care. Yeah, my I mean, kids will see
1: dollar signs, and by that yeah. time, it's not going to be worth anything. Yeah, I mean The new deluxe boxes in 20 years are not going to be worth anything. Like, like even baseball cards, you know, the old baseball cards, they only made a, a million of each card. Now they're making four billion of each card, so it's not worth it. The same thing with the Beatles boxes. Right now, you can go into a store and buy a Meet the Beatles album for $3 if you find it. Right. You can't. Yeah. But you'd think, oh, my God, it's the Beatles. So, yes, dollar signs pop up in these kids who think that 20 or 30 years from now when I'm dead or maybe five years, depending on my teenagers. No, but they would oh, my God, I'll be able to make out with all these things. I, I think when do we stop buying them? Honestly, when we are just. When well, we, we stop being interested. Correct. Exactly what I was going to say. You have to pick and choose what you're interested in. Yeah. There are a lot of people who didn't buy the Imagine box because you know what? Imagine didn't strike a chord to them as an album. It struck a chord to them as a song and not an album. All right? A lot of people didn't buy the white album because you know what? The white album to them was not as historic as Pepper, so they didn't run out they have their copy already, and that's good enough for them. And that's something you have to consider as well. And it's or- life
2: changes, I mean too. I mean, look, let's face it. You know, the reality is you know, 15 years from now, you know, when we may or may not still be doing this show, everybody. <laughs> but the point is, 15 years from now, when you got four grandkids, are you going to be really on the ball enough and give a shit enough to go, Oh, look, oh. a new box set came out? No. but Right. You're going to be worried about, you know, all right, wait, who, man, wait who's staying right, with here, the kids? Wait, Nancy, are you picking up the little one? Oh, on no. Oh, wait, okay. I oh, wait, Spencer asked me to do, you know, watch the little right. guy. I mean, you're not going to be running around. I'll
1: going, be listening to the Beatles. Solo and group. Sure, but you're going you're to have gonna enough gonna in your collection to feed, listen feed, to and, it to and where... teach my grandkids right. and, and influence them. But but do
0: I care if
2: they? And you're they... not going to be playing your grandkid. Oh, honey, you got to hear take two of Savoy Truffle.
0: I'm not. <gasps> no, you're right. You're going to hear. But take that's one But, but, of but Savoy some double. people don't care about um, outtakes. Well, there's a general public that doesn't care about outtakes. outtakes. There. At agree. the same time, you know, the people who listen to this show or other shows like us are more hardcore fans. They. Want to hear the outtakes? They want to hear him more well, than you we get. Have,
2: you do have to remember that they're also kind of like painting some of the Beatle box set stuff, like the White Album box. They somehow dance around that idea of outtakes.
0: It's like hear the Beatles at work. Well, here the, the it, masters What did they at call? Work. What do they call the the outtake discs? And on the White Album, they called them sessions. Yes. Which I saw so that so like John recording. I'm, so I'm, I'm saying I'm saying I said sessions 1985. Yeah. <laughs> <you> <laughs> leave go. my kid alone. Yeah. But. It's funny that Fred asked that because we all know Fred's a huge monkey fan. So he wrote a book on the monkeys. And the monkeys have had these box sets. Now, mind you, they're very limited editions. But they've had a multi disc box set with outtakes and remixes and other things. And this is the monkeys. So. Right, Nothing against the
1: monkeys. We all love the no, monkeys. No, no, no. But you're saying if the monkeys are doing it, the Beatles certainly should. Well, it's Rhino should. doing it. Monkeys well, have no. But the say monkeys are
2: that. doing it. It's three. They're three discs. They're all in the very beautiful boxes. They're all packaging the way. They're under when you start. They're
0: under a hundred bucks. There's usually you go for sixty bucks. Sixty, right, ninety, seventy. Right. 70 yeah. yeah.
1: And you also get a forty-five. Yeah. And, yeah. So there,
0: there is. You know, it depends on the fandom. It depends on the historic nature of the album. Um, you know, we we expect Let It Be to have a box set. We expect Abbey Road now to have a box set because of Sgt. Pepper and the White Album. But But if you
1: are older, I think, hopefully, and and I really hope this happens, but I think maybe when the kids are younger, because everything seems to be coming around again, everything. You know, analog is coming back, you know, vinyl, everything. Maybe in 10 years, 20 years, maybe the kids will discover that, you know, I want to hear how the Beatles worked. Maybe, right. maybe I don't know, and they'll they'll care about a box set with out sessions and outtakes and stuff, or maybe they'll just say, "I want to buy Meet the Beatles album, and, and I don't well, care I, how many takes of all I've got to do is on there."
2: I've I've always said this, and it's a twofold thing, and you know, Fred, to your point, it, a part of it is about delivery systems. One of the things I did for my thesis is the idea that if tomorrow we found a tenth Beethoven Symphony and we found the manuscript for it buried under a rock in Switzerland somewhere, that could be all over the world the next day, hundreds of of symphony orchestras recording it. Every classical label in America can have a version of it out. It could be all over the place. And it even has has Beethoven's work prints leading up (sighs) to the the 10th symphony. The problem is, with the Beatles... Parenthetical thought, the single greatest recorded act of the 20th century. Period. I, I don't think we really have to play with that. No, not even arguable. Okay? So the point is, all you have for generations down the road, for a 100 years down the road, to hear how that music came together, is the recorded work. There, No scores are going to tell you. George Martin's paperwork showing what was done and what notes were played doesn't convey what the Beatles were. No. So the point is, once you get beyond classical music and into this realm of rock and roll, the recordings are all you have. So my feeling is if if 25, 30, 40 years from now, what Neil Young said he's going to do that the son of a bitch still hasn't done yet, which is... I'm going to put up an archive thing on the web, and you're going to be able yeah. to pay a monthly subscription, and you're going to get like everything I ever did. Right. And it's the while well, I'm adding to it, little by little, you know, yeah. parentheses. And it's going to take him, he's Neil Young, it's going to take him 30 years to do it. Yeah. I love him, but I'll I'll be dead before he's done. He'll, if be, dead he'll before, be dead before he's dead, done. He'll be dead, right. But if four years from now, they're done with all the box sets, and everything's finished, and the gift to us, like the Beatles Christmas album being the it all being summed together, and here it is. Here are all the Christmas records on one thing. If in 2021, it becomes, guess what, everybody? Little did you know, behind the scenes, we've kind of remastered everything. We shot our load. You pay $4 a month. You have the Beatles Archive Network. You can play any take you want in order. Knock yourselves out. You never have to buy anything ever yeah, again. You mix
1: your own one. Mix four.
2: your own things. You know what? I'm done. I'm never going to have to buy another beer. I'm going to pay my $3 a month, probably till I'm dead. It won't be $3. So they're (laughs) going to, no, I'm saying, even if it's $8 a month. But the point is, we know all us idiots because we're not going to be looking at it as, oh my God, this is going to cost me $900.
0: Guess what? If you stay alive for another eight years, it's going to cost you $900. But the question is, if let's say they do that, and there was some talk, You, you mentioned Neil Young. As a fan, do you then record this stuff onto discs or a hard drive that, or something? That's, not that's where I'm you As a collector, uh, the people who Rob, sign up for to this say, are collectors.
2: I hate to say, and, and I, I love you, but I'm saying you're you're one of the last... No doubt no, of the I, idea that you need the physical. I love the. physical. I love the physical, but I genuinely don't need it anymore. Okay, I'm um, I'm happy right. to have the white album book. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a, a nice stack of
0: CDs right over. Oh there. no, I know, but what, but, but, but I'm taking them home. Now.
2: That's not from now, but the point <laughs> is, but the point is, if I start to upload them all to the Flac and I can have a PDF of the booklets in correct right. sequence, yeah, I, I don't
1: need them. I know. I mean, but I, I have gotten rid of box sets because I've that. gotten the but PDFs of the booklet. Here's, right. here's two things I want to say. You said it doesn't the notes and everything don't convey. You know what does convey, though? Album covers. Yes. And, and to your point, Rob, I do love, even not a CD, I want the big album. That's and, why I'm happy vinyl's coming back. Unfortunately, you know, at $33 an album, yes. uh, I know it's 180 grand vinyl, blah, 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 blah. But like Pepper, Pepper was iconic. But the cover, all right? So, I think, you know, at some point, you're still going to need what the Beatles wanted to convey, the butcher cover. I mean, it says so much by saying nothing, you know? But the other point I want to make is we're leaving out the point of what happens when Yoko, Paul, and Ringo, I'm not even saying Olivia, she's a little younger, pass away. Is there going to even still be an Apple Yes. As a legacy holder, what kids are going to do it? The kids. Ah, you, you say that, but right now no. the kids aren't doing it. Yeah, it's they Jeff are. Jones. Danny is. Danny's doing it for George. I'm yeah. talking well, about yeah, the Beatles well, well, as a group. It, hold it,
0: hold it. The- Jeff
1: you, you Jones honestly, is doing it.
2: You honestly don't think that? I don't know. You don't think that Danny has had a positive influence on Olivia and Olivia's yeah. and, interest in getting and, the Beatles
1: stuff done? Maybe. Maybe, but he's not the keeper of the flame. Jeff Jones is an apple.
0: Well, technically, hold it. You're, you're right because technically, there was a point. Remember, like in the late seventies, that there was a thought that Ringo was going to sell his share of Apple to some sort of prince yeah. or something like that. Technically, you're right. You could, you know, sell your quarter. But it, it's like I the, have twenty five dollars. Yeah. It's like the L- Elvis Presley the, the estate. They a couple of years ago sold yeah. like 80% of it. Pete Townsend, The Who. Townsend sold, sold sold everything. Sold it. They still get a percentage. They still get paid some money. Well, they,
1: well, uh, well that was because what's her name meaning money? Lisa Marie. Yeah. So they, so they she sold they, it. She's got nothing yeah, now. She's got everything still, everything gets, she she still gets, selling it.
0: She gets the money from selling it but she still gets a percentage and the, you know, it's not that they're totally not there but it's...
1: No, but what I'm saying is even when, all right, Jeff Jones is now, you know, and he's done a great job. He was at Tony, he did right. a great job. He's doing a great job now. Where I'm, where I'm going is, let's just say the kids are out of it, or for now, all right? Later on, you know, when Jeff Jones is retired or gone, um, is there going to be someone who's so interested in the Beatles to be that person to keep the flames? So That's they, who they hire.
0: Yes. Of course. So I, 100%. They could okay. hire anyone. Yes. I th- think it could be... You know, we know 20 people, including us, who would, would love that We are job. too old. No, not really. No, we are. I'm talking
2: about... Uh, what Mitch is talking about is a 24-year-old kid that I work with who would have the business acumen to do it and the interest in doing it.
1: Okay. And then... And would be in so, there,
2: like, if you just called him and said, hey, dude, you want to okay, be like, so where and when... so to,
1: to go back to Fred's question, that 24-year-old, whomever it is, or 30-year-old, whatever... Are they going to then say the public hasn't had enough of deluxe boxes? Okay, to
2: your point, here we go, Mitch. This is the product for two thousand twenty. Depends on who the four people who own and control Apple. Two thousand
1: twenty-five. What's the here's two
2: thousand twenty-five. You know what the product is? What, depending on the rate of inflation, but what would amount to for America right now, two thousand nineteen? For sixty bucks, you buy a a box, a wrapped. Cardboard box Mm
0: -hmm.
2: with all of the UK twelve-inch album covers and everything that came with them. Mm -hmm. The Let It Be original box, the Ethan Russell book, and the American albums that weren't didn't have equivalents in the Mm -hmm. UK. Go ahead and a download. uh, Yeah, you put your download card card
1: in there. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's
2: sixty-nine bucks. Yeah, and you get the pretty book that came with Let It Be. And a bunch of empty cardboard.
0: Or, things. or you just get with book, with the, the album cover. There was
2: a book that did that.
0: A couple of, yeah. the, no, but I like band what band I like
2: what Mitch is saying. You need but, you want the you want the gatefolds, but they, you want but the
0: cardboard. It was, it was there. It was just there was a lot of pages. That's all. I forgot right. what the name of was. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have the Let It Be box in it, but... Uh, yeah, you, but, uh,
1: but that was where you could put your CDs in. Yeah. It was but also it was for that, too. But it 12-inch... But
2: it showed... Yeah, it yeah. showed it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, know. right, right, right. You put the disc in the center. If you right, wanted right, to, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, But I'm saying, that to me, that's the package so for... So when do we stop? <clears throat> you say you stop when we die, and, and that's fine. And I agree yeah. with you. You stop when you either are not interested or just don't have the time. Well, you're not super interested
0: in something.
1: That came you know, out. Like if there's a somewhere in England and there's a big deluxe right. box, would, maybe would I didn't care? think it was that great. But if there's a, a deluxe box for Beatles for sale, then I'm all well, in. Do
0: we, you know, speaking to Fred, let's talk Fred, you know, Monkeys, was some of those, was Instant Replay really deserving of a box? Absolutely. I would say it was probably we, I would the biggest say, one that was deserving why.
2: Of a box. my question but would be because why. there's a boatload of material. I'm just saying. I'm uh, just saying. Then, all right. So then you yeah. know what,
0: Rob? I wouldn't buy that. Maybe I, mean, I have it. but no. I, I Then, then but, but say the other one changes. But, you, I'm just saying. Yeah, changes. They didn't even make a box. No, but you that. can't. But you, I got to tell you honestly,
2: you're going into different territory
0: because you, you have to know but you have to know the monkeys monkey. Right. who buys box sets and who buys? Yeah, you're not following me. If you saw the
2: list of what is on the instant replay box, you go, It's just as impressive
1: as the White Album. It's an equivalent of the White Album. Right. It is. From the material that's on it. From the monkey's point of view. From the the monkey's monkey's point of view, view. yes. So, again, do you you buy... I I don't know. I
2: just think... uh, I wasn't joking. I'm not going to, no matter what, no no matter what's on it, I'm not going to go out and buy a Ringo the Complete, a Riff Martin sessions.
1: No, I know. know I'm not. I wouldn't either. I I won't either. But, but, what if they gave you next year... Ringo, a box set of Ringo and Goodnight Vienna, A box set with both of those with sessions and everything else, like an Imagine, but with Ringo. All right, I'm going to be like very, very blunt. Go ahead. We knew from the Mark Lewison book
2: that there were white albums, white album recordings that we had never heard. Right. I think that the underground is so thorough at this point.
1: would have heard That there is
2: going to be nothing revelatory on a Ringo Goodnight Vienna box set that is going to make me go out and buy it. So why? The only thing I'd find of interest is going to be on an Elton box, which is a perfect
1: quality snookeroo demo. Right. So I have a question for you then. Knowing that Mark Lewison documented a lot of Beatles stuff, is everything that comes out with the Beatles, not solo, Going to be of interest to you. There has not yet, I
2: don't think. Then correct me if I'm wrong. And we only don't, we don't
1: know. There's only been two I, boxes, really. But so I mean, but you have
2: anthology, right? right. But you yeah. know, when yeah. anthology came out, I I was pretty entrenched in the underground. Yes. Anthology is a
0: mainstream version of a box yeah, It, it absolutely, is absolutely it, you it know.
2: is absolutely. But where I'm going is, I was pretty entrenched entrenched in underground stuff at that point. That crap on that was mind blowing. The last two boxes, there's stuff on this that's been mind
1: blowing. Do we know if Abbey Road is going to be mind blowing? Do we know is that if Abbey? Be? We know because there's a hundred forty hours. Something will be and, great. But
2: as you will sometimes say, but is any of it really that mind blowing? No, it's not to me. It's not to, to you, but but to other people it will be. So, you're so to good. me, it's fascinating. A-
1: absolutely, but it's
2: not mind blowing.
1: Yes, but you know what? To someone having that all in one place. Where where right now they're not doing a Dutch import bootleg thing, that would be amazing. And you know what? Maybe in better quality if it's remastered and remixed like they've done with this, maybe that becomes. But but also you
0: know you know what the get back Mm -hmm. let it be thing. If you think about it, we've heard everything already. We're not going to be shocked unless not shocked, but the quality. You know we're not going to say oh my, we've never heard this before. No, we've we've heard. We don't know
2: if we've heard all of the Apple stuff. Right. Okay. The Apple song. We know we've heard all the hours, They right. say, and that's a lie. I,
1: I know, but, but whatever it is, that's what they're promoting. Yeah.
2: So we don't know. Same way, it wasn't really 500 reels that they were saying. Uh, right. Or, you know. Right. But, right. but
1: here's the thing: we have right now two boxes out of what 13 Beatles albums? Yeah, right? 13. So I'm intrigued by what we could get in the future. Well, we ain't we ain't getting a Please Please Me. How do you know? We really don't have
2: the tapes. you don't have the tapes. <laughs> There's nothing oh. left. Yeah, okay, correct me. Let's start again. Could we get a please please me? Yeah, they're going to put the stuff that was on the bootleg thing that they gave us in in yeah, 2013. The 63. Yeah. The 63. Right. So it'll be whatever it is. March, March 5th, 5th, March 12th. Right. There's two March dates, right? Yeah, something like that. And a February date. So that's what they're going to give us. That's your box set. Okay. So we have all that material because
0: truthfully, that's all you have from but those You're sessions.
1: saying we have all that material? But anybody, but, but that some cares, people, some, some people
0: don't have the collector's mentality Correct. or sensibility. For those box sets. They might no, say it's it, not everyone is no. connected so to the underground. So what else can we get? You Hard know?
1: Days Night. There's a ton out there that we could get. Again, assuming that not everybody is a bootleg collector. Well, Hard Days Night. There's a lot. But, but it's but it's With but you're Beatles, talking. But again.
2: We're not talking in circles, but we're talking out of both sides of our mouths. Correct. here's Rob saying, and I'm saying you're right, the only people who really want these box sets are going to be hardcore collectors, and the only ones really going in for this. But most of the hardcore collectors really do have the bootlegs. We may sit here and say they don't, but they do. The hardcore collectors already have all that stuff. So what are we going to do? Wait for the revolver
1: one before we get excited again? And that might be... The last one because Pepper was it depends the first one. On,
0: it depends on what what they have. yeah you know, there's a lot more focus on recording f- for Pepper and for the White and Album. Their father, and their though and and was a lot. I yeah, mean, they changed. We
1: don't know about they all the changed outpics.
0: a lot of
2: songs along the way. We know that from the and, and again, to, again Correct. to that point. That's a perfect comment because what are we going to have from Beatles for Sale? Not much. We know what went on for Beatles for Sale. Yeah. They rushed in to get Beatles for Sale done. What are we going to have from Rubber Soul? They were scrounging ideas together they to, to finish. <laughs> they took weight. We may not To finish Rubber Soul. Those. Who knows? So the
1: point is, unless we get early breakdowns. Years. Well, the Beatles, the early years, from 63 to 5. <laughs> Bingo. And then you get a box set for.
2: But that's why I'm saying. Rubber. Rubber. Yeah. The only way to do this now, finish the last box, two Shoot you the last two boxes, shoot your load, and then basically do we know
1: that there's that much Abbey Road out there.
2: We don't. There, I know there really is. We don't. I you know. know. Well, that's what. Yeah. Well,
1: then why does that make that any different, though?
2: For Abbey Road. For Abbey Road. I'm banking on the idea that if they are committed to
0: doing this Abbey Road, yeah, there's something up their sleeve. They're gonna deconstruct the medley. That's what they're gonna do. It's going to be like on the rock band. Yeah, but, but who cares? But who cares? I know that, but that's I part mean, it'll of it. will be a, fun. It's That'll like one it's of like the things. You guys things. have heard the rock band, yeah. Abbey Road. Yeah. You know, you actually hear the deconstructed parts. So, yeah, we'll I get was, the yeah. expanded.
2: Long da, version something with that we'll ending. We'll get
0: something with remember at the
2: end. Right, and right, you get, right.
1: here comes the sum with that solo editing in right. that they yeah, just stuff found. like that. That's, you know, and that's that's fun. But I don't think you're going to get an extensive box like. Why not? Why More pepper, you know? So, to his question. I think it's, like Rob said, as long as we're interested and can afford it and we'll still buy it, it just, we'll pick and choose. Right. Yeah. If, if something, and, like and this year was the, uh, well, this year, in 2018 was the perfect example. Forget about Egypt Station. That was a regular release, not a deluxe thing. You got to imagine, you got the White Album, you got the re archive reissues, all right? Did you buy everything? Maybe. But it was a perfect chance to pick and choose which one you were going to get. Sure. And it was Beatles and Solo. So, did a lot of people buy Imagine? I don't know, but a lot of people bought White Album. Uh, evidently, a lot of people are buying the archive, but again, it's pick and choose. And I think they're killing themselves by doing that, because I wish they would do one a year. I mean, not that as a fan I wish they would do more, but as a person who is, you know, paying for colleges and cars, and one a year is okay with me. But I, I just wish they'd done this at the fortieth anniversary instead of the fiftieth. Well, that's well. That's, the technology wasn't there as well. That's as true. It is now. That's true.
0: And one more thing for Fred. Fred, one one thing out there, if you have all these records and you're worried about getting older, or you know, who's <laughs> they going to go to? You know, you have my phone number, so give me. Nice. A You're just as old as Fred.
1: Hey, old as Fred. Well,
0: Fred's much older than me. Nice. No, but no, he's a, he's very old. Very. very old. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> yeah, he calls himself old Fred. Fred. He's yeah. old
2: Fred. Come on. No, but but seriously though, I I do understand Fred's point with that, and yeah. I are there young people I know, truthfully, that same kid that I know who I told would take yeah. over Apple. You know, I, if I'm going to... He'll get a surprise, and I'll be leaving him a bunch of stuff when I kick, but... There's some Dylan the Seas right racket? over there, man. Can I take Give the gold But the deal is that I'm sitting here going through my head. I'm not buying an extra texture box. I'm not buying a dark horse box. You're buying an I'm It's not Hard not box from the who? Uh, no. <laughs> but the point is, if you give me a collected George Harrison outtakes box, right.
1: that would, I'm going to get. I would get it, yeah. You know, I don't want to hear this guitar can't get from crying 15 times. No. no. But if you give me a good cool demo of it on the same box where you're giving me something from uh, somewhere in England Yes, I'm good because I can pick and choose on those albums I don't want individual yeah. like I said Dear Riff Martin no I don't want them
0: Elvis has a, a Follow That Dream label and it's all for the hardcore fans and it's a lot of live stuff yes. it's 20 takes of Heartbreak Hotel or whatever yeah. so they're not doing but that but they're not going to do that and you know what if you're an but Elvis, that's what die they hard have to, to
2: do for the early albums.
0: You know, I with, agree, but I don't think. But I mean. it's but it is something that they decided instead of releasing this stuff mainstream, the 20 takes of Heartbreak Hotel or whatever, that they would have this hardcore label. You know, the, a lot of other bands right it. So, you know, right. The Dead Have Great It, you idea. know, Dick's so. Picks, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're hardcore, you... Have article, Dick's you Picks? Yeah, it yeah.
1: sounds like a porn thing. Well, actually, well, it's, it's Dick's
0: not Pitch. Dick's Picks. It's Dick died, so... Yeah, it's, um... Someone else's picks. Someone else's picks, <laughs> Don't <laughs> yeah. even go
1: there. Yeah. yeah. This will be...
2: This will be, <laughs> be Giles Dials. <laughs> Giles Dials.
0: Giles Okay. I don't
2: know. <laughs> anyway. Hi, everyone. It's Tony Chiguardo here in the spot where you would usually be hearing us asking you to make a donation to Fab Four Free For All to keep us going. But this time around, that's not the case. We're offering you a chance to win a super deluxe white album box set signed and personalized by Sir Paul McCartney while you also can help out the American Cancer Society's Relay for Life. Visit the Fab Four Free For All website, fab4free4all.com. the number four free, the number four all.com and make a donation. Each raffle chance is $10. 100% of the proceeds will go to the American Cancer Society Relay for Life. You can enter as many times as you like. Make a donation in multiples of 10. Donate $50. You're entered five times. How many people can say that they have a super deluxe white album box set personalized to them by Sir Paul? Not too many, we would imagine. The contest is going to end on April 30th, 2019 at 1159 p.m. for a drawing that will be held on May 1st. So again, make a donation by visiting the website, the number 4 free the number 4 all.com. You'll be helping the American Cancer Society's Relay for Life, and you'll have a chance to win an incredible prize. Courtesy of your friends here at FAB4 Free For All, our friends at MPL and the American Cancer Society. Thanks for helping.
0: Question number three. three. This is Nick calling
1: from Finland, Europe. And my question to you is, uh, if we leave out girlfriends, wives, and family members, which women do you think had the most impact on the Beatles as individuals or as a group?
2: Girlfriend's wife and family members. Then then, 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 hold on. You can't do it. No, you certainly can. No, you can't. Let's stop. Yes, you can think about it. Women. All right, so let's think about that question. All for a right, minute. so do we so
0: say? Should we leave out? Well, if you, if you can't say Aunt Mimi, then you know. Right. Like, All right, you, Astrid Kircher. That's about That's it. A
1: friend, though, and she was no. A he didn't
2: say no. He said you leave out family members, oh, wives, right. and, and girlfriend. girlfriends.
0: But she was only there in sixty one. She was highly influential. Oh, the music.
2: Who were the most important women? The uh,
0: Shirelles,
2: Carol King, Goffin and King. I mean, that's but it's still, but to still, the Beatles. got yeah. Carol King but, early no, on. No, I
1: know, but uh, influential in the Beatles' lives. I don't know. Um, I mean, do we I don't do? Know. God, I don't, I don't, I don't I can, really know. If you're gonna if take I, away family members, yeah, I, I mean, really family members. See, I would have said. Ringo's mom. I mean, all their moms. The moms. Yeah. the moms, definitely. The moms. For George,
2: we don't know as much about George's mom. George's well, no. dad. She was,
0: no, she was George, very she much was involved. Very involved. Yeah. She was very she involved, was... Oh, of course. She yeah, liked, gosh, she what she am like I saying? She answering fan letters. Right, she was right, direct, she right,
2: was right, right, right. She like was And even with, you're right, with George, we even have to include Louise. We have right, to include right. his sister. Louise oh. was, uh,
1: yeah, that's family members. She's still So we're going to, we'll do a little caveat. Yeah. Thank you from Fremont, but we'll do right. of... family members. We have to uh, family it's, it's members. A tough Louise, one. Lou, no, it's not. It's, you know what? It is. It it's the doesn't mother's. have to be a fifteen-minute thing. No, Louise Harrison went to the stations in St. Louis and went to here. She got their music played first.
0: And she also wrote. And it's I think, kind of important. She wrote to Brian Epstein and said, well, you know, the Swan label's not that important in the States. Right. And the VJ label's kind of uh, out there. They're very small, but
1: send me the records. Which she didn't really know. But she said, send me the records, and I'll have them play them. And they did. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, I think she's very important. Absolutely. Uh, Unfortunately, she gets a bad rap, because she started the bed and breakfast and everything, and George didn't talk to her for years, and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to think. It's Astrid is a good one. Astrid is the main one, my
2: feeling... She influenced, but it's Sifu who, who had an influence yeah. on John. But she
0: cut the hair, too. Yeah, well, was um, that
1: really? Or
0: Klaus? I mean, Klaus is the guy. Who yeah, we don't know. I cut. mean, <laughs> but the, but the, well, she probably cut Klaus's hair. But the hard
2: thing is, it's a big difference between influence and coworkers. Okay. Or influence and Frida Kelly. Frida was was a big part of their existence early on. Yeah. Was she an influence? No, she was a big part of. So their do we lives. say?
1: Do we also add in? Bear with me now. Do we also add in the fans, the girl fans? Because well, they were girlfriends just no, only for fifteen no, minutes No, no, at a no, time. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying the is apple in a Scruffs? more go- no, not the apple Scruffs. The fans in general, girls. Influenced on the Beatles, doesn't have to be when they were coming up, but when the Beatles, why did the Beatles stop touring?
0: Mm, right. There's a lot of reasons why. Yes, but, yeah. but
1: they said they couldn't hear themselves. All right, The girls were screaming. It doesn't have to be a good influence. He didn't say a good He said, who influenced them? I mean, maybe Do you we can think get... that perhaps Her Majesty had an influence on well, them was, as well? She you know, a very fine girl, but she doesn't, she she doesn't have a fair. lot to say.
0: I believe that she probably gave them... What is them that? And it sounds like Terry Jones. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I know.
1: Terry it's it's M- Terry Jones,
2: Jones doing the Queen. I mean, you know... Well, was, uh, I don't know if he was I, doing I, I, the Queen. I, I, I
1: no, but the fans... Well, there they, goes England. We just thought, They anyway. stopped touring because they couldn't hear themselves. And that's the girls indirectly. I'm not saying... He didn't say anything that you had to be a good influence. He just said, who influenced the Beatles? I don't mean to be funny, but you know what? You can put in the Queen, because
2: the truth is, they were Brits, right? Through and through, they they were Brits. They weren't going to come to America until they had the number one in America, because no British band had made it here. They were Brits. So their lineage, a.k.a. the Queen and God and Country, was a huge influence on what they were and who they were.
1: Marsha
0: Albert oh wow okay she she wrote to uh Carol james in washington d c
1: and said why Talk about a girl being an influence i mean on the world the whole Beatles world she might have been the most influential girl ever wow,
0: yeah, but you know what dick what? biondi pla- w l s played the Beatles way before Marsha asked for the Beatles to be played on uh, w you know whatever d c
1: but she still did it, yeah, she did. That's I, you know, I would
0: say Alma know I,
2: mean, I swear to God, I was going to say Alma Cogan, you know, Helen Shapiro. Yeah, Eleanor mean, Braun. Eleanor Braun. Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Right. Because I mean,
0: El, I, Eleanor Braun, you know, was, was you know someone that John and her got along. And he, <laughs> John had met someone like Eleanor Braun, someone who can speak her own mind. Yes. And, yeah. and,
1: but Paul used her the inspiration for right, Eleanor Rigby. Right. I mean,
0: so and, that, and that... Alma Cogan was also a very good friend of the band. Obviously, she was a, bit, a little bit older. She was more a cabaret type of singer. And yeah, but she passed. She passed very early. So oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So but that I was an influence, like right. you said, on John. It's tough to answer this question with excluding so many people. Yeah, know? but yeah, I think we've cool. done it a little bit. All right, okay. yeah. let's go to the next one. Okay, next one. Come please. on, Rob. Question number four. Hi guys, this is Perry from Connecticut. I got a question for all of you. The uh, Penny Lane video. Do you guys have any idea? What was going on with uh, them setting up Ringo's Ludwig drums and the stage and the guitars? Is there like a missing piece that they might have filmed that is lost forever? I mean, it it never made any sense to me. They're driving past it, and it looked like, you know, they were going to set up and play something or lip sync to something. So uh, just let me know. Thanks. Bye.
2: I'll take this one, Terry. The answer is no. There was no footage shot of that nature at all. There definitely was no footage shot of a Tony Bramwell
1: was just told to set up as the Beatles.
2: Yeah, my, my personal feeling is that that scene, that little bit is significant in a sense that it was symbolic. They had the Beatles had just stopped touring and it was a twofold thing. It was first of all like they're seated at a table to eat and maybe to relax and then the tablecloth is pulled out from under them and they handed their instruments.
1: Signifying the past.
2: Signifying right, and also right. signifying oh no, you're Beatles, you're not allowed to relax. It's almost like a return to a hard day's night when they're being brought to, they're going to reach for the food on the tray right, and, and the they don't eat, ever yeah. get it. So it's like, no, you can't have dinner, you gotta hear your instruments, and there's the stage, but you know what we don't we don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah, it was but almost had, like it was, so It was there for show more than we're yeah. like had, you're right, it was part of our life but it's not part of our right, life right but now. They
1: right. Just done the Promo film for Hello
2: Goodbye. They had, yeah, but that's um, there in the Pepper outfits, and that's kind of cool. But I think the Penny Lane video is the is the answer, is the other side to that. But is the end, yeah. In answer to the question, there is no footage. I can say that definitively.
0: No, yeah, we know.
1: But want. it's weird so, because, to his point, though, you're setting up as the Beatles, and when was the, the next time they did that? Was Revolution,
0: right? right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Right. In a video form. In a video know, form. Or or promotional or film, film form, form yeah. yeah. You know, could...
1: I think you're right, Tony. I think We'll never know definitively unless we ask Tony Bramwell. Right. And we may write to him after this because that's a good question. But like Tony said, there's no footage, but it could be symbolic of the past. Yeah. I think that's just... That, I'll go with that. Okay.
0: I love both those promo films. I mean, they're very fun to watch. They are different. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Both of them, Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane. So. Hey, Tony, Mitch, Rob. It's Mike Harper in Tyler,
1: Texas. Got
2: a question about Paul. I wonder your thoughts about how he's been
1: able to keep this same band together for what is it, 15, 16, 17 years? He's never had a band longer than half of that. Even the
0: Beatles, no one wants to come close. But as hard as he is allegedly to work with and
2: just being Paul in that same lineup since the early 2000s, just I well, wanted your thoughts on that. If you could speculate on that, I would appreciate gleaning your
0: thoughts. Thanks, guys.
2: And that's kind of an interesting question.
1: By the way, uh, Mike, the question is really great. I will say this. First of all,
0: if you're the band, Rusty Abe and Brian, Wicks and, and, Brian Nicks, yeah. and Paul McCartney wants you to play with him, and he's going to pay you a decent salary. You're going to take it, aren't you?
1: <laughs> but that's a good point. And, and let me yeah. just say one of the First of all, the money is not 70 pounds a week anymore. Right. This is right? much better. A, it, well, we don't know that, but maybe well. it's 80 pounds. No, but I mean, I think McCartney is comfortable. And he's older. He's not going to go out and try to find another band now at the age of 76 to play with. He might occasionally have a guest or something on stage. But this band knows what McCartney is like at this point from 2001 on. Brian Ray was joining in 2002 but the rest of them Wicks has been with him forever so I think at this point in his life even as he found that they were going to acquiesce to him and that they were bowing down to Paul McCartney even 2001, 3, 4, whatever I think the fact that he's very comfortable with them and they are capable players it's not that they're not but I think at this point he's comfortable and why mess with a good thing at 77 or 76 years old is he really going to sit there and go, all right, audition for new players? I don't no, let think me, so. Let
2: me throw this into the mix. I think this is incredibly important to address in a question like this. And I'm not asking this rhetorically. I'm asking because I don't have notes in front of me to know. Go ahead. How many of the albums does this band play on?
0: Not all of them. Not of and, and they're not on every track. On some of them, they are, you know, not every the, track. I think the first one
1: they ever did was... Uh, um, Memory Almost Fall. No, 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 not at all. It was Driving Rain. They were on Follow Me, I think. Yeah, they're they, on, they, on a they, couple tracks Memory Almost Fall. Yeah. yeah, it is. And they play a lot on Egypt Station now. So yeah. the, my comment to Mike is,
2: that's your answer. I think that every other example that we can cite with Paul McCartney in terms of his band were also his studio players. Right. The Beatles. Yeah. And every incarnation of Wings. So, the reason why Paul's been able to maintain this band is because this is his touring band. Touring yeah.
0: Mostly, it is the touring For band. For the most part. These, right. These are guys
2: who, when he wants to call on them to do a part that he knows very well that they're capable of, or he needs a, a live band feel, and he wants to run the song through live a couple times and record in the studio... Yes, maybe he calls on these guys. But well, mostly
1: it's his ego and he says, I'm doing it myself.
2: Right. So the point is...
1: But he can't get can can himself still, on tour.
2: He can still call any studio hot shot player in the business to come and be on his records. He's a phone caller. As you, to your point, Rob, that anybody's going to answer.
0: Yeah.
2: No one's going to not say, oh, yeah, Paul McCartney called Friday. And, yeah, I got something to do. Exactly. Just you know, for the
1: sake of saying I was on it. Right. So, whether the, it's good so or not. the reality is that...
2: Familiarity breeds contempt. He hasn't had to have been familiar with these guys enough in the studio. In the studio. To start to be contemptible. There's nobody vying for, gee, why is my song not getting on? Right. There's none of that. It's not going to be, oh, well, we we co-wrote a song, and I'm, why am I not getting a credit? In fact, it may have been, part of it may have been, and we don't know this, I'm just picking up, Paul may have said when each of them are hired, it's going to be a lot of fun, we're going to go out on the road. Yep, you may help down the road and do some stuff in the studio, but I get writers credits.
1: Yeah.
0: If
2: well, you maybe, add a maybe, lick maybe to something not, you know? no, be- who knows but I'm just Cole saying Paul
0: has given writers' credits to some of his producers that he's worked yeah, with. Yeah, but has he given ever no. given a credit to Brian? No, no, I don't think or so, no, no.
2: Right. So but they're not on every track. No, exactly, but I'm just I'm where I'm going is I'm trying to get around the whole like Liberty DeVito Billy Joel thing. Right. Like, right. well I played something that was influential to the track. Why didn't I get a no, guys, I love you guys. You're the band. We're going out on the road, and
1: that's what we're going to do. Well, funny thing is, so, though, Ringo's doing the same thing lately. Ringo doesn't have his band on any album. He won a couple of songs on Postcards, Postcards from Paradise. Yeah. Other than that, now he has basically he made the same the band, band. The all-star band, right. But again, touring. Right. And he has them playing live, and the same band pretty much, for the last three, four years. Because you know what? He's gotten older, and, he's, and at this point, the band is good. Right. And he's doing it And Paul too The band uh, is good uh, The band is very good I, yeah, also think, again, that
2: I think
0: they're excellent Excellent players yeah. Paul
1: Paul's tours differently too now
0: So he It's not a tour The way it was In 1989, 1990 Where you had 40 dates lined up From the beginning His is It's a much more Okay we're going to Add a couple of dates At a time Limited it, yeah. yeah It's partly because He wants to hang With, with Beatrice yeah, yeah. And Beatrice is still That age where Paul is yeah. important In her life and I think that's part of it. And and Paul also he knows how to record by himself. He's done a good job doing it. So do you need the band? This band, you know, it doesn't have a name. It's not like the. It's not even like the Paul McCartney band. It's just Paul McCartney. Right. So right. I I, I, I I never thought of it that way. I mean, if yeah, it's not. Bro, I
2: do fix it. Yeah, but I do. I th- I often think of the idea of wow, holy crap. He said, "quote This band together,
0: seventeen years, 17, eight years. Yeah, eighteen he also, years." Yeah, but also look, think about it. You know, the last album. When, came, when Egypt Station came out in, what last year, but he had it was like six years before that but he had his last album. Yeah. So he's not yeah. recording as much either. But he's touring yeah. almost every year. But again yeah, but, it's, it's, but it's not a tour o- tour.
2: Only until like Rob brought up the point and you really start to examine it, you say to yourself, he can be comfortable with a band that he's together with for seventeen years. Because he's not under the tension with them right. doing studio work. Right, mm. they're
1: not coming in and saying, you know, "Paul, I have a good song. Let's write this together and go in tomorrow." Yeah. Paul goes in, does it by himself, and if he needs Rusty or if he needs Brian or Wicks, he says, "Like you said, come on in. I need a good part." But yeah. you're not getting no credit on that. You and well, gotta... I don't think.
2: And I think also too, it probably that's the problem. I also too, I think it probably helps that, and I don't see this to be in any way disrespectful to Abe or any of the other band members. Gone are the days when you really had studio session players that were highly in demand. You know, you're not going to have a case where Denny Sywell has walked away from uh, quite a career as a studio player to go make 70 pounds, $70 a week with Paul. If If Paul's keeping all those band members on a reasonable retainer, they're making more money than they would probably oh, be making. Sure. Oh, in any studio situation. Not saying that they'd be starving in the business, but where I'm going is, it's not like any one of them going to walk away from Paul and be like, "Yeah, I'm going back to an extremely lucrative right. career as a studio player." It's well, it's Rusty was. Chris, Chris Rusty
1: Whitten was. Rusty, yeah, that's true. Rusty was, was. good. Point. Chris Witten did it. He went to Dire Straits, I believe. Right. Uh, but, yeah. But because Paul wasn't treating him well.
0: Right. For but a but while. part of the way it works is you know. Usually when you hire someone, you say, uh, like, a great example is like Mark Rivera. He used to be with Ringo's band. He's always played with Billy Joel. But, you know what, I'd love to know why, like a Mark Rivera, you know, Billy plays not every day, not every month even. Well, maybe once a month at the Garden. But, you know, why can't Mark play on alternate days where he's not working no, you Billy? you can't do that because because he, Mahalo, he's the musical director. Right, he's musical right but, but director. what I'm saying is, is that he had to make a decision. And, and yeah. Billy, I'm sure, has him on a contract
1: that says... I need you even if we, I don't need you. But again, the continuity of a musical director, now Warren Ham is the music director. Right. And he's, you know, you need that constant presence. You can't sure. just, every other day you have someone different, you know? So that's why that. Well, but, yeah,
0: but I think part of it is just if Paul says to the band, okay, I'm going to need you from here to here, and, you know, we make sure we pay you, and then... The question is: Is Paul have these guys on a fifty-two week contract? Uh, absolutely, he has them on retainer. Or, or does he have them on? Okay, you know, twenty-six weeks, the next twenty-six but weeks. But here's the thing: want.
1: all the times that he's toured, and he's toured a lot, he does tour a lot, yeah. You've never seen a replacement person because no, I, no. you know, I have a right. kid, or I have, or I need to be here or there. They've all been there. Yes, all of them. So his yeah. has has to be
2: pretty. ironclad too. Yeah, yeah and I'm, it's got it to be. And if
0: it good. is, you, you know, the band's getting paid well, right? They right. have to so. be. Yeah. So that's a good question. No. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. And that just about does it for our fan listener questions. We love getting them. These and are fun. These are fun. Tony, yeah. what's the phone number if people want the to call in? With the phone number if people questions? want to call in to eight ask six seven a five question. three zero nine. No. No. You don't want to call Jenny? No. That's nice. another band. It is area
2: code 301 seven nine nine eight six one one again Again, area code 301 799 Eight six one one. It was almost eight six seven. It almost was.
0: And, and we we should say we don't actually answer the phone. It's a answering machine, yeah, and then we message. will yeah. grab you know yeah. some Kelly more questions knows. down the road. <laughs> Kelly. Come on, knows. come on. I'm talking to you guys. Tell oh, Freda. you weren't. I'm I'm yes, I was. I was. You know, you talk about not speaking over people. Anyway, um, so if you'd like to leave a message, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Anyway, uh, I've been your moderator today, Rob Leonard, and joining me, of course, has been Mitch Axelrod. Take care, folks. And see you bye, Tony Chiguardo. And have a good day. Fab Four Free
2: For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York.
1: The opening and closing theme is My Dolly. By the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab 4 Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab 4 Free For All.